five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hey, space fans. I'm recording this episode on December 31st, 2021. So guess what? It's time to have a preview episode about all of the exciting things that may happen in space in 2022. So as usual, here are a couple of quick messages from our sponsors and then let's get right to that. My name is Raphael Rodkin and I'm an investor and advisor to space companies. Just as a reminder, this podcast is for informational purposes only and nothing should be taken as investment advice. This podcast is sponsored by Nanoavionics, a satellite manufacturer and mission integrator. Their technologies enable many space companies worldwide to offer services that improve life right here on Earth, such as providing global connectivity, conducting Earth observation, or contributing to scientific discoveries. Check them out, and also check out my episode with the CEO and co-founder. Sadly, I am not a rocket scientist, but I'm an alumnus of the International Space University. ISU offers a number of educational programs about space worldwide. Check them out at isunet.edu. Hello, space enthusiasts. Happy New Year. We've made it. We've traveled another orbit around the sun. That is about 940 million kilometers, by the way. It's this time of the year again. We shall do a preview of some of the exciting things that may happen in space in the new year 2022. I did the same thing last year for 2021, and that episode is out there. So you can actually go back and check how good or not the predictions were. But I will actually just try to reference those predictions here too, whenever appropriate. In a nutshell, a lot of things did indeed happen, but some did not and reappear on this year's preview. By the way, equally interesting as things that I thought may happen, but did not, are things that did happen, but I did not expect them to happen, or at least I did not put them into the 2021 preview, and I will try to reference those here as well. Just as last year, I will start with a quick caveat. We will not, we cannot cover everything here. There's just too much going on in space at this point, which is, of course, a very good thing. For example, a lot of the things I will talk about happen in the US and in Europe. And let's be clear, there are exciting things happening in other places too, like China, India, Russia, and other places. Furthermore, many, many space startups will have some sort of in-orbit demonstration during 2022, whether of a new propulsion system, a sensor, a radio, or some other component or service. Those IODs by startups and indeed established companies are really the lifeblood that drives the entire space sector forward. There are just too many of these things going on to cover them here. And also, even though I probably know of many of these things going on, thanks to my day job as a space venture investor, there are undoubtedly many others that I do not even know of. But let's all look out for them, because again, those are exciting and important. End of caveat. So let's jump right into it. Honestly, in no particular order. But we might as well start off with one of the last things that happened in 2021 and arguably one of the most exciting events for the space sector in the entire year, the launch of the James Webb Space Telescope. So the launch happened on December 25th, but the JWST is only just getting started. It is currently well on its way to the L2 Lagrange point, about one and a half million kilometers from Earth, and is currently undergoing a sequence of complex deploying and unfolding steps along the way. It should arrive and be done with those steps by late January. Then there'll be a lot of aligning and calibrating of the science instruments, and sometime mid-2022, if all goes well, 
actual science operations will begin. And speaking of science, there is a lot more science continuing to happen in space in 2022. Of course, the Perseverance rover and its Ingenuity quadcopter continue to operate on the Mars surface, as is the older Curiosity rover and the Chinese Churong rover. Another Mars mission, the ASA Roscosmos ExoMars, is expected to launch in September 2022, including its Rosalind Franklin rover. Among other missions, there are exciting asteroid ones. NASA's Psyche mission is expected to launch to go to an incredibly metal-rich asteroid called Psyche 6, where it will arrive in 2026. An asteroid mission that will arrive at its target in 2022 is the DART mission, launched in 2021. DART stands for Double Asteroid Redirect Test, and it's intended to do just that, smash into an asteroid and change its trajectory slightly as a test, there's no danger here. You may want to check out Netflix's new movie Don't Look Up in this context. That impact should happen in late September 2022 and it will hit an asteroid called Didymos or more precisely the moonlet of that asteroid. India may make another attempt at landing on the moon. If you remember its Chandrayaan-2 mission reached the moon but the Vikram lander failed to make a soft landing in 2019. Chandrayaan-3 may launch in late 2022. And that brings us to the moon, which, if all goes well, may be one of the big space stories in 2022. We hopefully will see the first of NASA's Artemis missions, Artemis 1, and hence also the first flight of the giant SLS, the Space Launch System. It is already stacked in the Vehicle Assembly Building at Kennedy Space Center in Florida and is currently undergoing tests. Artemis 1 will be an uncrewed circumlunar flight of the Orion capsule, which ultimately is intended to take astronauts to the moon. NASA also intends to launch something called Capstone, which is a CubeSat, to the moon in early 2022 on a Rocket Lab Electron rocket. Capstone's mission is a number of tech demos, including of navigation around the moon. Japan with something called SLIM and Russia with Luna 25 also plan on sending landers to the moon in 2022. Then there are some commercial companies that intend to put their landers on the moon during 2022. So for example, there are a couple which are part of NASA's CLIPS or Commercial Lunar Payload Services program. There's Astrobotics Peregrine 1 mission, which will launch on the maiden flight of a ULA Falcon rocket and land on a plateau called Laxus Mortis on the near side of the moon. It will carry around 90 kilograms of payload, a garden variety of items ranging from small rovers and instruments all the way to time capsules, human remains and digital files possibly including, I understand, Dogecoin. Then there's the intuitive machines I am one mission to the moon, which will launch on a Falcon 9. Its Nova Sealander will also carry around 100 kilograms of a variety of payloads. Intuitive machines will actually launch before Astrobotics Peregrine, at least that's the plan. So they may even try to launch another moon mission, still in 2022. Now, I just mentioned that the ULA Falcon rocket is expected to have its first flight in 2022. That's depending on them receiving their B4 engines, which they're still waiting on, by the way. But that's not the only rocket planning to have its maiden flight this year. On the heavy rocket side, we may also see first flights by the European Ariane 6 and Blue Origin's new Glenn. Then there are a number of small launches which may attempt orbit, including some that were already part of our preview last year. Of the rockets we mentioned last year, Astra and Virgin Orbit did successfully make it to orbit in 2021. Firefly tried, but experienced an engine failure, forcing it to abort the flight. They might try again this year. Last year, we had also specifically mentioned relativity space with their Terran 1 rocket and Germany's 
ESAR Aerospace with their Spectrum rocket. None of those two tried in 2021, but perhaps they will this year. There are further private companies that may try to test fly their vehicles in 2022, including but definitely not limited to companies like um, ABL from the US, Agnicool and Skyroot from India, and Orbex and Skyroar from the UK. All of the companies I just mentioned have raised more money, so at least financially they appear to be prepared. By the way, another company, launch company, I'm excited to see further tests from, even though they are unlikely to try for orbit anytime soon, is Spin Launch, who use a giant centrifuge to fling objects towards space rather than using a chemical rocket. They had a successful first test of a small prototype centrifuge a few months ago, which I encourage you to find on YouTube. But coming back to orbital flight attempts and to what may just end up being the biggest space story of the year, a potential orbital test flight by SpaceX's Starship. As predicted in last year's preview, SpaceX did successfully land the Starship during 2021. They have been busy otherwise during the year too. They have built several super heavy first stage boosters and started test firing them. They also built the orbital launch complex. One thing that is currently going on is the FAA's environmental assessment as part of the approval process for conducting orbital flights from SpaceX's Boca Chica, Texas site, which is where Starship would launch from. It seems that the deadline for that assessment just got pushed out two months to the end of February 2022. But fingers crossed that we will get the first orbital attempt by Starship, the, the world's first fully reusable orbital vehicle in 2022. Starship really has the potential to change everything in the space sector. In this context, check out my episode dedicated to Starship, which I released a few months ago. SpaceX, of course, also continues to build its Starlink satellite communications constellation and by now there are already about 1800 Starlink satellites in Earth orbit. And of course SpaceX will also continue its launch business for commercial and government customers including commercial resupply and commercial crew missions to the ISS on SpaceX's Falcon 9 currently operational rocket and also the Falcon Heavy. And speaking of commercial crew, let's talk about human spaceflight for a minute. Boeing may try another test flight of its Starliner capsule. If you remember the first such test flight in late 2019, failed to achieve various of its objectives, including docking at the ISS. India may start test flights of its own human rated system, the Gangayan, although actual crewed flights will happen no earlier than 2023. And China should finish up the assembly of its Tiangong space station with the addition of the Wenxian and Mencian lab modules. Then there are the space tourism flights. The fully private Axiom-1 mission flying on a SpaceX Crew Dragon to and from the ISS is scheduled to launch on 28 Feb. 2022. It'll carry three paying passengers, along with Axiom's professional astronaut Michael Lopez Alaguer. Axiom's published price for this trip, by the way, is $55 million per paying passenger. Another such mission, Axiom 2, may happen still in 2022. I expect we will see more tourism missions announced throughout the year. Of course, one question that is still open from last year is if and when Tom Cruise may fly to shoot parts of a movie on the ISS. On that note, one thing we did not expect in our preview of 2021 and that did actually happen was a Russian film crew beating Tom Cruise to the ISS flying there on a Soyuz. Suborbital tourism flights are also likely to continue for sure on Blue Origin's new Shepard vehicle. Virgin Galactic, which has said its Spaceship 2 is currently undergoing refurbishing, may also start flights again. After all, they still have a backlog of hundreds of booked tickets to work through. Closer to home, I am excited about further progress and tests 
at E2MC portfolio company's space perspective. They're developing a balloon and capsule that will take up to eight passengers at a time to the edge of space on a multi-hour gentle balloon ride. They also raised more money in 2021. So money, let's talk about space business and finance. What are some things we can expect on this front? 2021 was the year of space SPACs space companies going public via merging with special purpose acquisition companies. I actually expect this to continue in 2022, but perhaps in a slower and arguably healthier fashion. We may also see space companies going public via traditional IPOs, initial public offerings rather than SPACs. The diversified space holding company Voyager Space is widely expected to be one company that may try to do so in 2022. Another trend I expect to continue is seeing SPAC companies using their cash to make strategic add-on acquisitions just as we have already seen during 2021 for example spire buying exacto earth virgin orbit buying a stake in hypersat and rocket lab buying a couple of smaller companies i also expect continuing investments by angels venture capital and private equity in space companies at my own fund e2mc ventures we are preparing for this after fully investing our first space investment fund during 2021, we have recently conducted a first close on our second fund dedicated to space. So get in touch if you're a space entrepreneur or otherwise interested in space. Shifting gears for money, I want to speak about something that is very dear to my heart, space education and outreach. If we want space to realize its potential, we still need a lot more people in the sector, all kinds of people, more entrepreneurs, more investors, more people willing to work in space companies. And by the way, in all kinds of roles, not only engineers. Attracting more people to the sector requires continuous education of the broad public about what is going on in space, why it will be so exciting for the foreseeable future and how everybody can get involved. This is why I'm doing what am I doing on the outreach and education side, including of course with this podcast, the Space Business Podcast. In 2021, we had 37 episodes and we almost quadrupled our audience, which now spans over 90 countries worldwide. We will continue strong in 2022. And if you have any suggestions for us, for guests or otherwise, please get in touch on spacebusinesspodcast at gmail.com. My introductory book to the space economy, which has been available in its original German language edition since late 2020, will be published in Portuguese in the first quarter of 2022 and then in English probably in the second quarter of the year. There are also ever more courses to learn about space, including on the non-engineering side, which is really important as we need more business expertise in the space sector. For example, I want to give a shout out to the Executive Master in Space Leadership, Business and Policy at ASU's Thunderbird School in the US, the Space Masters of the University of Luxembourg in Europe, and of course to the various courses offered by my most recent alma mater, the International Space University. Lastly, I am very excited that the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology, Lausanne EPFL, one of the top schools in the world will release a MOOC on space business at the beginning of 2022, in which I have the honor of giving several of the lectures. Watch out for it. I hope that course will educate more people on space, its opportunities, and hopefully even inspire some people to become space entrepreneurs. That alone would be an awesome outcome of 2022 for me. So that concludes our brief preview. Enjoy the year in space. It's going to be another really exciting one. And I wish you all the best for 2022. Stay healthy and do look up. Well, that's it for another nominal episode of the Space Business Podcast. If you like this podcast, please consider giving it a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform, such as iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at podcast underscore space. Also consider supporting us 
at www.patreon.com forward slash space business podcast. If the podcast got you interested in learning more about the business opportunities in the space economy, check out my new online course on space entrepreneurship on udemy.com. The link is in the episode description. Lastly, if you have any feedback, including ideas for guests, and that may include yourself if you have an exciting space story to tell or interested in being a sponsor, drop us an email at spacebusinesspodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to seeing you for the next episode.